0: The whole area is 2,600 kilometers long, 40 kilometers wide. It's like UN Scotland. So from Glasgow to Moscow. Hello and welcome to the Making the Difference
1: podcast with me, your host, Kirsty Gilchrist, where I get to speak to different leaders from around the world who are currently making a difference. This podcast is my playground where I get to deep dive into the world of strategy where people share how they're reaching their vision, the highs and the lows that you can listen, reflect and act. So come and join me and see how you too can make a difference. So today's guest is Ben Volks initiator or founder of the Black Jaguar Foundation. He has a vision that is one way of stalling the climate crisis that we're currently in and it's huge. Essentially it's to restore a forest area in Brazil, the size of Lebanon. Now that takes a fire in the belly. Our discussion today is going to talk through how he follows his vision, his strategy and what it takes to take on such a massive task with many complicated moving parts. Ben is joining me online today from Amsterdam. So Ben, hello, how are you?
0: Hi, Christy. Wonderful. Thank you for having me in your podcast mission.
1: (laughs) Absolute pleasure and I'm really, really excited. So to kick this off, tell me what is the difference you want to make and
0: how? So let me try to explain this in a few words. In short, it comes down to that we as humans are really great in having destroyed our planet, correct? But we are learning that with that humans with Great work in restoration can make a real positive impact to bring back the balance between nature and mankind. So that's the difference we want to make. We want to set a positive example that we as humans can bring back hope and we can bring back nature, even though many people are pessimistic in this world.
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, well, how how did that start then? When did you know? Tell me about how your journey started and then when you knew that your idea had
0: legs. Right. So originally I'm a simple guy from the forest in Holland. And after I completed the business school, I started uh, my company in the Middle East, but also it had a big vision to become a market leader in 16 countries Uh on behalf of over 30 factories in the US and in Europe. And everyone said it's quite a mission impossible, but basically if you work hard and never give up, and if the mission is super clear, I think that's very important. Yeah. That you're not personally driven, but mission derived. If the mission is inside you. Then you never work, but then you're just living your dream goal. Yeah. And this happened with my company then. So I was able to hand it back or sell it back to, the, uh, to my big clients. And how did it start? I went to other dream projects as I call them. And uh, one of them was maybe to compete in the, to participate in the longest dog sled race in Alaska. <laughs> so that's very different from the Middle East. So that that uh, was your,
1: that was a personal vision for a challenge for you to take, sure. to see how far yes. you could go. Yeah.
0: The more you do, the more little success you have, the more confidence you, you get. Yeah, yeah. So one other dream project was to see a black Jaguar in the wild. So I started first one week without success then I went back and I went for one month without success. And then on my motorbike motorbike trip from the North Pole to the South Pole, I stopped and I took it a bit more serious. Well, I spent around five months in the trees. I hired jaguar biologists. I hired jaguar hunters. Of course, not to shoot the beautiful animal, just to lure it, as you call it. And what i had seen is uh, all the beautiful animals of the Amazon, except the black jaguar, and I've seen the drastic deforestation of the Amazon and the Cerrado. But Christy, you cannot imagine how serious that is if you've not been, if you drive for 11 hours through this area. So one Jaguar hunter came back to me. He said, Oh, is loco. I know the place where this beautiful animal is. We will take four days to get there. And, but this is a paradise land. So he had been there one year and a half before. But what happened? We, we were supposed to go to that paradise land and it would take four days. But just in one year and a half, the whole area of that four days drive, we, we were there in nine hours because the hills were gone, the little rivers were gone, the streams were gone. It was the whole area in miles, around 300 miles long, 40 miles width wide, was as flat as a pancake, pure agriculture land, not one little bird, in the sky, and then when we arrived in a little piece of forest which was left, this jaguar hunter, because the hunters have really respect for the nature, you cannot believe it. it, was almost a tough guy. He was almost crying. He said, "Wow, this has happened to our land, and and this has been intact nature for the past hundred thousands of years." And uh, then I learned that these two ecosystems, the cerrado Savannah and the Amazon rainforest, are not important only for the beautiful black jaguar but especially are vital for all humans on the planet because of the richest biodiversity. And we need that area you know, for people as well to, to live for medicines, for water, for oxygen, for life. So this is how it started. It shocked me as well. And then I saw a documentary called home from Jan Artus Bertrand. It's too late to be a pessimist. We all have the power to change. So what do you do Buy a jet Buy a big car, buy a small whatever. I think then I come from a very big family. So enough kids in the family. So then I decide, okay, now let's give back. But then let's do a project which can impact the people in Scotland, in China, in Brazil, and set a beautiful positive example. It won't save the whole world problem, but it will have a real great positive impact uh, against the climate crisis and for people to get hope. Hope back again.
1: Yeah, I mean I've I've experienced something similar. I drove through Sumatra for a day through a deforestation and and it was absolutely I mean, that was about twenty years ago, and that I I can remember that chilled me to the core. So I I can visualize that, but four days worth is just terrifying. So so obviously you have achieved many things and set your mind to many things. So so how did you know when how did you form the foundation and know that this was it? What what did you see to make that
0: happen? So basically that experience in Brazil was the source, was the was the, the source of, of time to give back. And I knew about wildlife corridor plants in Brazil, only for set up by a biologist, and he told me we need 20 generations to maybe complete this project. Wow. And it was all about the animals. So then I said, okay, maybe we set up a Black Jaguar Foundation. Not to maybe nothing to do actually anymore with the animal, but to do to take on all the restoration, or in simple words, the reforestation task for the longest biodiversity corridor on the planet. It's called Araguaya Biodiversity Corridor. Okay. And that's the only mission now of the of the Black Jaguar Foundation. The whole area is 2,600 kilometers long, 40 kilometers wide. It's like UN Scotland, so from Glasgow to Moscow. Wow, that's amazing! And um, and out of this 10.4 million hectares, we will restore one million hectares. Okay, so it is so big that I believe, and I, because I believe in strong preparation and thorough per- preparation. If you come from nowhere, from another world, and then become want to become one of the largest, uh, complete one of the largest. Nature restoration projects. I believe strongly in preparation. So we invested more than five years or six, almost, in setting up the right systems, the right sales force systems, the right ambassadors, the local offices. We complete the cost-benefit analysis, mm-hmm. green capital study. Like, what's the total cost of the project? Yeah. And what does what are the benefits for Brazil? What are the benefits in jobs? What are the benefits in CO2? What are the benefits in biodiversity? Yeah. So we were able to collect the funds to have this important uh, green capital study being uh, carried out. And that is still the base yeah. of today. So, And, and, that, and that's today. that
1: does sound really strategic. Obviously, you, you didn't just jump in and go, here we go. You spent five years in collecting evidence and really, really understanding what it is that you wanted to achieve. And I'm assuming that's also bringing in lots of different partners as well. So that five years was about using that evidence to bring in partners at different levels.
0: Correct. At that time, we didn't have any employee. So we were depending on technical and institutional partners because Brazil has uh, one of the best ecological restoration scientific institutes, but also global institutes like the World Resources Institute, and this is how we started. So we collected all the data. We built the team and uh, the right ambassadors. But I really want this to be a global project, global. Team. So that's why we got uh, wonderful ambassadors from, from one of the in the US. Uh, Jan Achthus Bertrand himself became an ambassador. Princess Basma Bint Ali from Jordan. Wow. Uh, a very famous artist in Belgium, Kun van Mechelen. So these are wonderful people. We're all with a green heart. Which could really become a true ambassador. Yeah, and that's and we didn't do any fundraising the first five years, zero. Wow, only preparation. Yeah, are so, ready for the future? And so,
1: what when you had your vision and you set up those five years, what what was your strategy? And I know that that may change or have changed, but is or, or how did you ever write anything down, or was it like this is the vision? We just need to do anything to
0: get there. How did you? No, oh, um, it's so big. So, uh, and to give you an idea, only the cost benefit study is a report of 128 pages. <laughs> but it, it really tells us, oh, out of this 10.4 million hectares, 1 million hectares has a deficit needs to be restored. Okay. So there is a wonderful forest code and vo- Brazil has one of the best environmental regulations in the world by far. And it's, and it's, uh, Enforces any any landowner land to restore part of its land for nature. So we help, We the whole foundation is driven on this forest code. It's called the Forest Code. We help farmers, landowners, small, medium, big, if they have a deficit in their percentage, which they still have to restore, then we come in and restore it for them. Okay, so it's a win-win
1: situation for those who are actually farming and on the ground there. Absolutely. And then the last few years must have been challenging with Bolsonaro in there and maybe not enforcing, or did that not make a difference? So the all the big external factors yes. that were happening?
0: I mean, you have to be a super optimist to do this kind of to give your life to this kind of mission because there is a lot of illegal deforestation. There are other examples in the world from Congo, Sumatra, you name it. And Bolsonaro was just one setback. But even in spite of in the time of Bolsonaro, we were able to grow our community of farmers, our community of landowners who became part of our mission, of our project. And they are extremely, yeah, that's it straight. They are Bolsonaro's, 100%, 99%. Yeah. So even in the time of Bolsonaro, we were able to grow our community of farmers. And is
1: that because they, they saw your vision and just got it
0: and didn't? politics. Correct. We are with them. We are very realistic. We cannot say that all the world has to become a forest. No. Dreamland. So, out of the 10.4 million hectares, we will restore only 1 million hectares. Yeah. And there's another part which is already intact and then probably 60% is agriculture. Okay. So we, and we are with the farmers because we are realistic that the farmers have to continue farming but if we don't, if they don't position, part of their land for nature, they can stop farming in the coming five years because in the, because everything will become a desert. Yeah, and they can see that. They don't want to see that. They don't see it yet because the price of the soy is still so high and they have a, maybe a horizon of two or three years and, and the price remains high. Yeah, But they start to see the impact even on the Araguaia River, mm-hmm. and by the first biodiversity corridor is, say, 12 and a half miles left and right from the river. Three, four years ago, I could drive for the first time ever by a Jeep, with a Jeep from one side to the river to the other. No water. Right. Okay. So, because all the trees, if they're gone, the trees retain water. And if there's no water in the soil, then it becomes a disaster. So, they see that every year they invest more and more in fertilizers. Okay. And it, the soil becomes like a junkie. Yeah. So now they see, oh, if you bring back the natural habitat, it's not only good for the world. Maybe they care less today. Yeah. It is an investment in our own land. And they meet the environmental regulations and all the laws. That means they will not get fined. And if they meet all the environmental regulations, then the buyers of their soil will pay a better price. Because the consumer is now saying we only want soy from areas which are completely intact and meeting all the environmental regulations in each each country. So
1: those moving parts then, so your strategy has to be about evidencing, communicating that evidence and being able to help consumers to make their choices which then push what the farmers in agriculture they're doing as well. So it's a whole yeah, system.
0: I mean, yeah, correct. But we are not really we cannot influence the, the consumer behaviour, but fortunately the consumers become more critical, and that has already effects on all the farmers in the centre of Brazil. And even if the government doesn't jump in, we'd like for example Bolsonaro, but the, the the commercial sector jumps in. So the banks take over the role of the government. So the banks won't lend funds to the farmers at a certain good rate. If they have not met the environmental regulation, they will have to pay more. Oh, so now it becomes, then then it becomes a win-win.
1: Yeah. And actually then you're not dependent on however long a government may be in.
0: You're actually
1: creating the market
0: itself as it is in the influencing. And also we were able, in the time of Bolsonaro, we were able to sign a partnership because the farmers want to know, where does your money come from? Are you real? Are you here to stay? Because what we do is a bit complex. We do the entire restoration cycle ourselves. So we are not just a tree platform. No, we are like the work bees. Yeah, as well. We have our own forest engineers, environmental engineers. We, we build our own nurseries uh, for native trees. We have our own seed collection collective. The whole cycle is within our own team. And they see that. And, and step by step, we are building confidence with the farmers. And then they still want to see. So, where does your money come from? Are you real? Yeah. yeah. Because what you promised us is maybe too good to be true. And uh, then we can prove that uh, Caixa Econômica is uh, one of the two federal banks of Brazil. It's a government bank. It's a very large institute. And uh, they became partner last year for one million trees. And they come not to full. They didn't fund it fully, but still they contributed over four million euros. Wow see so, oh so if Kasha is behind you Kasia is a government bank and the government is bolsonaro that means it's bolsonaro money even giving money to you then it must be good So there's that whole influencing thing again and being able to
1: show actually this, it's a win-win again situation
0: Whatever whoever will listen to your wonderful podcast, it comes down to one thing i think you need a big mission and first a vision then a, with the mission preparation and then doesn't matter i think the speed of you carry it out is that you do what you promise
1: yeah absolutely because that's inevitably
0: going to take longer
1: than you initially thought because life gets in the way but actually if you do everything
0: that you say you're going to that makes sense it gives confidence to the farmers because we get access to their land we have All their environmental papers. We have all their all the maps, and we have our own mapping team, and we have better access to. We know more than sometimes themselves. So we really need we need we need to build the trust because, for example, if we would be friends with DiCaprio, for example, it's not he's not so popular. If we would be French, not so popular. All crazy because the Bolsonaro made a personal fight with the president of France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're very sensitive to that. So you have to really build the trust. Yeah. And now, yeah, you know, we I always say the first ten farmer partners is the most difficult, but now we have over twenty-two farmer partners and fifty lined up. Brilliant. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's thing. a huge, huge amount
1: of trust for you. You talked a bit about your past and commercial life and then what you're doing now. What have you had to overcome as a, as a leader yourself? What, what's been the biggest barriers that you felt
0: personally? I think it doesn't matter so much. I think if you have your mission inside you and not outside you. It's just that's the fire in the up. belly. is just keeping you going. Uh, I think fire all over. Yeah. It's inside your blood and you work, it's not work anymore. And the same spirit is what your colleagues will get.
1: Yeah. So it's infectious. It's about being.
0: Infectious. And also it attracts the people with the same kind of uh, mission. And that's why I'm proud that most of all of our, our operations are all dealt by power team in Brazil and communication by power team in Spain and Brazil and Holland. And so they have the same drive. It's not a bench show. You know, I'm just the initiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I invested five or six years, but it's the whole yes that 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 the future is clear. We have a plan for the coming twenty years, and it's a bit ambitious because at the end we will have more than twenty thousand employees. And right now we already see that with 170 employees they become proud. You know, we give them pride, yeah. and I think and we give them a new uh purpose, drive or purpose of for life. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so the twenty thousand employees. What what are they going to be? Is that going to be all, all over? What, what what are you thinking
0: that they? Ninety. Already right now we have ninety five percent of the people already in the field. Brilliant. And and, and by that time it will be ninety seven percent in the field because it's a lot of manual labor and uh, there are no robots you can send across a lake, clean the area and put fences and. Position certain seeds, plant seeds, and maintain them. And we're happy that people are doing it because these people also need jobs. But the social impact is, a, is an extra add on. I never thought about that, to be very honest. And it's wonderful. You, Nikon or Nikon made a small documentary film last year about the story behind the people of Black Jaguar Foundation. And they have become proud. You know, they have a new way of purpose of life. And I think that it's an extra, another incentive or drive. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. It's so exciting. So what gives you the most energy then? We'll be talking about the, the fire in the belly. What what gives you that?
0: I think it's a combination, fortunately. First of all, if you work on a project that really sets an example to combat the climate crisis, that's already enough reason to work nonstop. Two, In the area where we work, because it is really in a fina mundo, in the end of the world, very far from other civilization, from normal towns and villages, and then it's 38 degrees Celsius centigrade and high humidity. But even with all the hard work there, if you plant the seeds or the seedlings and you come back six months later, you cannot believe it, Christy. But always sometimes the little tree has become two meters high in six months. If you come back two years later, two years, just two years, some of the trees are four to five meters. Yeah, amazing. And life is coming back. And with that is yeah. the biodiversity that comes alongside that and the, the, the wildlife. Because we only, we only, only plant 1,667 trees per hectare. But then, and some of them will die because they are pioneer trees. But then the little birds come and bring other seeds. Then the little monkey comes and bring other seeds. So within four or five years, 90% of the biodiversity is back. Really? Within four or five years? Unbelievable. So the growth of the trees, the growth of how with all our work, once the leaves of one tree touches the leaves of the other tree, that means the sun cannot reach the bottom anymore of the ground. Then the wheat, the invasive grasses stop growing. And, nature, and that's how, then our job is done. Amazing. Because then nature takes over and that gives enough yeah energy to keep on and going to know
1: that you're you're doing it that's fantastic i know that um, so in some of the research that i did and i know that with with you and and other charities that there are those that um, there's forests have been burnt down or they there are illegal whether well, they're illegal loggers or illegal agriculturists who are, who are trying to become barriers have you found that Receding or is that just it? That's just part of it. And
0: that's built into your strategy. You know, you have to overcome. Uh, no, in the area where we work is uh, or is mostly already deforested 40 years ago. Okay. okay. We are not in touch with the illegal lodgers, fortunately, but still the are communities who or people who in, invade the land of the farmers. Okay. They keep such a big piece already for nature. And then they say, Hey, now this can also be our land. But that's another uh, part of the challenge. Yeah. yeah. That's more of the responsibility of the farmer, but it has also some impact to us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which must be di- quite dispiriting when you've, you see this growth and the biodiversity. It must just be right. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. But also we can, you can see everything as a negative or you can take everything also as an, as an opportunity. So many of these people who invaded the lands of farmers 20 years ago are now almost legalized their land. So there are many families. Each farmer has communities on its land. Can you believe it? So, and these communities, they they also have land, say two hectares of each family or five hectares of each family. Then twenty five families. That's already the size of a small village. Yeah. So, and they also have to meet the environmental regulation. Okay. So we are also working with them to restore part of their land, which is almost legally their land. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Amazing. And because that we work with them, we are building now one of our uh, 16 steps is our own seed collection cooperative. Okay. Last year, we bought 50,000 kilos of seeds and this year even more. So we want to be less dependent on buying seeds. And now we set up our own cooperative. So that means we will train the communities, people who live in these less educated families, but they live inside the forest almost and they have so much knowledge so we train them for two or three days or four days, and then they become an official seed collector for the Black Jaguar Foundation. Amazing! And we have all these wonderful manuals, and we pay them by the kilo for the for the seeds they we need. So it's a win-win-win. They have income, mostly women. So we are truly about women empowerment, mm-hmm. and uh, so they they can use their knowledge about the forest. They know exactly which tree when gives when the seeds are ripe to to pluck and not to take too many and they prepare them they wash them they put them in bundles and then we buy them at a very good rate for them so it becomes a great income for for them so
1: brilliant and therefore education and other social things must start to come
0: so it's it's really social impact is amazing i never thought about that
1: yeah wow yeah so you were saying before that one of the tips that you would give to uh, a leader is that they just do what they say they're going to do. Have you got any other sort of top top things for leaders if they're thinking of, of following
0: a big yes, vision? I, I, I would I would make their mission definitely bold, and I think and it can be different for each person. So a bold mission can be. For example, to make five violence out of uh, scrap wood per year—that's also a bold mission. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be 500 million violence. No. Give away for each person is different. Some people can have projects worth hundreds of billions, and others of ten million. For me, I think it's—it's it's about that. It should be bold for yourself. You must get a little bit nervous thinking about it alone because that gives the excitement. And the second step is homework, preparation phase. Even if that's all the people tell you the whole world, oh, it's time for you to fundraise and start the implementation. No, I really strongly believe in investing in the homework and the preparation yeah, phase is the, the evidence. best.
1: Yeah, which informs you your next steps. Yeah. And so, so what I'm hearing from that is that you have to absolutely trust yourself as well. If you come up with that idea and that big vision. And it's it's like actually, for, for you, as an example, was, no, I'm not going to do fundraising yet. I'm going to collect more evidence and absolutely inform what it is that my next steps are going to be.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, because at the end, we need, for example, between four and six billion euros, right? So if we don't need, if we are not well prepared, how would these influential families or how do we get a community globally? So there are so many blah, blah foundations and platforms and they promise the world and they're as hollow as anything. So we prefer to go slow, but we are the real doers. That gives the evidence. And then we can always fine tune. I mean, there were sponsors telling me five years ago, oh, Ben, but you really should have your accounts being audited by one of the top four accounting firms. So, of course, we have a wish list. So it was always on my wish list. But now... Three years ago, we started to be connected to one of them, and this will be the third year that our accounts are being, not only the accounts, and our processes Okay. are audited by Baker Tilly. I mean, Baker Tilly is not the top four, but still the number seven audit firm in the world, and it gives even more trust, not only uh, credibility to any large partner in the future. Yeah, yeah, amazing.
1: So what would you say is, uh, well, ha- how can we, all listeners, help Black Jaguar Foundation?
0: Th- this is your turn to just plug it for as much as you No, but you know, whoever is listening, I think that the most one is there is hope. You know, and I think because you watch the news every day, only the climate crisis is getting closer to anyone, whether you live in Scotland, Spain, Sudan, the US, Brazil, it's there. Yeah. So at least there, I think one point is to say there is hope. If you work hard, nature can be reversed back to original for forests with by humans. And if people want to help our mission of hope and action... Yes, we, at the end, we need to plant 1.7 billion native trees. So any listener would help to donate one tree, five trees, 10 trees, 100 trees. It's fantastic. You can go to black-jaguar.org and there you can already choose to donate one, 10, 100, 1000 trees. Definitely we have a funding gap already again this year because the inflation has doubled the cost. So it's another challenge. Or you can choose your own amount to donate. If you have ability to think in hundreds of thousands, it's very much welcome. But I think it's important to say even one tree will make a difference. Yeah. yeah. So go to black-jaguar.org and make your donation. It would be wonderful. It's not so much your money, but more your, your drive, your personality, which you can bring to our mission of hope.
1: Yeah. And actually, are there ways, is it just sharing information? Are there other ways if people go onto your website? Are there other ways
0: that people can get involved as well as giving money? I think they can become a fundraiser. fundraiser. Fortunately, we have, I think, we never have enough scientists, but in terms of team, we have like a a super team of scientists and restoration and forest engineers in Brazil. So we are looking for... People who have a big network and who can help bring and connect us with partners, funding, sponsor partners uh, for our mission. So that that is the only way I would say in Europe where we could ask help. But it's very important that we just don't want anyone. The partner must meet the core values of our foundation. So, and and not just. By giving away some money because I made it the wrong way. No, I think it's critical to have a great community of sponsor partners or funding partners who share the belief to make an I- a positive impact for future generations. Brilliant. Well, listeners,
1: <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> ben, yes. thank you so much for your time. I know that you're super, super busy at the moment. So I massively appreciate it. Uh, and
0: thank you. Thank you, Christy. It's lovely. It's your show. It's a pleasure. Keep in mind, you know, we don't have the answer to all, but I think we as humans can make a positive impact. And I think that's, uh, that you don't hear that much on TV. No, you don't. And if you walk around in areas we have restored two years ago, then you will see how nature will come back.
1: I have to say that that makes me really very happy because I do get rather depressed every time I see something and you do think, well, what's the point? So um, you've restored my
0: faith in nature. Of course. And then you can make a start and you can go to Black Life and Jaguar and make a donation, even one tree would already be a help.
1: <laughs> if you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please find me on Instagram linked in the show notes and please also
0: subscribe and review. Thank you for listening to Making the Difference.